0: secretary mnuchin i mean what deal can we have at crazy nancy i'm sorry I, that, that was the president I, I i have such reverence for the office i would never use that term but it is but you hard, just did oh come <laughs> but on but you just did you know sure. what i mean <laughs>
1: I hadn't heard it. I'd only read it. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Jim Cramer on his CNBC show actually talking to Nancy Pelosi and saying, what are we going to do here, crazy Nancy? <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have said that.
2: That's what the term the president used.
1: And she says, you just
2: did. He said, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, do you know what I mean? Well, and I love the way he said, I have such reverence for the office. I would not use that to <laughs> implying that, but not for
0: you because you're crazy Nancy.
1: Actually, I think I want to hear that again before I get to his apology. That's funny.
0: Between you and I think Secretary Mnuchin, I mean, what deal can we have at Crazy Nancy? I'm sorry, that that was the president. I I have such reverence for the office. I would never use that term, but it is hard. But you just did. Oh, come
1: (laughs) on. But you just did. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. When I called you crazy, you know what I mean.
3: So some context, she is a somewhat regular guest on his his Mad Money show. Uh, I don't know if it was like that pre-pandemic, but she's been on at least a, a, a couple, two, three, four times in the last like six months. They seem to have a bit of a relationship. I don't know if he was trying
1: to play on that and it just didn't necessarily land how he wanted or what. You remember we interviewed him one time and he told us about um, being homeless and living in his car in Sacramento? Oh
2: my gosh, that's right.
1: He's had depression problems and all kinds of yeah. stuff. He's an interesting dude.
2: Yeah, uh,
1: any, I'd forgotten that. Anyway, he went on to apologize on his program, I guess.
0: Earlier today, when I talked to House Speaker Nancy Pelosi on Squawk on the street, I made a very stupid comment. It was a tongue-in-cheek attempt to make a point about the harsh tone of the negotiations in Washington, but it felt completely flat, and I apologize for that. As I said immediately after the comment, I want to make it clear that I have an incredible amount of respect for both the Speaker and, of course, the office she holds. Nah, nobody
2: cares. Nah. So
0: don't mess with me. You're all
2: right. She's all right. My only concern, objection to calling her crazy Nancy is that she's not crazy. She's evil. Evil Nancy would be a better nickname. So what's
0: going
1: on with the whole stimulus package? Has there been a a decision that?
2: Before we get to that, Jack, I'll tell you who's not apologizing is the man who defecated on Nancy (laughs) Pelosi's driveway in San Francisco. He's calling the deuce a peaceful protest. <laughs> <laughs>
0: really? Uh, but
2: admitted but... it was a joke that got out of hand. <laughs> a joke that got out of hand. <laughs> Get it? The, 22, the 28-year-old YouTube star known as Mando, uh, who asked to have his last name withheld for fear of retribution. What, what,
1: what would retribution
2: be? I, I don't know. Angry Antifa types uh, caving his hand Oh, in. I see. I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Doxing you and... Yeah, he's uh, part of a niche YouTube community that creates IRL, or in real life, live stream videos chronicling long stretches of unfiltered daily life. He began the channel after he became homeless six years ago. This guy's homeless and he starts a YouTube channel? I don't know how and I'm homed.
1: Yeah, I came across this story the other day and I actually didn't do it because I thought, okay, you pooped on the sidewalk hoping everybody will mention your YouTube channel. I'm not sure I want to be uh, a part of that, but...
2: Well, he began the channel, as I said, when he became homeless, to show viewers the realities of living on the street as he traveled from city to city, which is an interesting thing. That is interesting. Doesn't say why he was homeless, perhaps because he doesn't know where to crap. Um, But recent coronavirus-related lockdowns made daily life increasingly difficult, especially when businesses are closed to customers and no longer allow people to use their bathrooms. Oh, I've talked about this, because my son has to go to the bathroom a lot. You
1: can't use a public restroom. It's just impossible. impossible. It is impossible. You could drive for hours being out and about and not find a bathroom. We carry a jug with us. Um, we've pulled over in places that aren't that uh, secluded to, for, for for my wife and us. We've gone in the car. There's no place to go. Wow. There is no place to go. Zero bathrooms.
2: Just You just can't. That's funny. I've never run into that in recent years. My life must be designed around bathrooms unconsciously. But uh, he's- Well, it's just since the COVID, I mean. He, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um recent uh, okay, so daily life is increasingly difficult. As a result, his live stream video titled Poop Pelosi began as a protest against the lack of resources for people living on the streets while people in power such as Pelosi are able to get haircuts and live their daily lives fairly unchanged. You know, I've been too- hunting for a toilet all week and the joke came up in the comments on one of my streams that said, Hey, you should Pardon the, the the Frank language here, folks, but uh hey, you should take a crap at Pelosi's house. You know, that's not
1: bad. That's not bad. You know... There's a connection there. That's 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 not a weak reason. I thought he just pooped on the sidewalk to get attention, and then you mentioned his YouTube channel. And button, right. But that that's a decent point right there.
2: I'm not a fan of this. I hope it doesn't <laughs> spread. But I get his point. I, if we believe... There- I, I'll, I'll bet there are thousands of small business people listening right now who are saying, way to go, buddy. Yeah. Because their lives are being... Their financial lives anyway, and often their lives period are being decimated by the shutdowns that are coming from the super wealthy and powerful on high. You think Eric Garcetti has any idea what it's like to run a small business? Please, he's an academic and government hack. For instance, the mayor of Los Angeles. Does he ever end up? Gavin Newsomini or, or or Nancy Pelosi or the governor of Pennsylvania who just got put in his place by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court.
1: And do any of those people ever find themselves in a position where they need to use the restroom and they're out and about? Probably not.
2: No. No, it's like the whole no place to go. You shouldn't have a gun, but I have armed guards thing. It's just, it's despicable.
1: So any public restroom is, uh, you know, uh, the doors are locked or they got the yellow tape around it. Anything that was public. Or and there's then, some
2: dangerous junkie in there and, and you terrified. And then
1: all the private ones are either closed from COVID or so many of them went away after that whole Starbucks, you know, black people thing. Right. Everybody got afraid of, okay, between trans and being accused of not letting various people use the bathroom. We're just not going to have bathrooms. So uh, trying to use a restroom if you're out and about is really difficult. Wow. Wow. You go when you're home and uh, go when you get to wherever you're going, but there because there's no place in between.
2: What, 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 what has happened to I don't, this no, no, country? It's a what, weird what, society. What has happened to common sense? We need a secretary of common sense. We could be a national vote if you want. Just somebody will say, all right, look, here's here's the way I see life. Here's the way I see these policies. I think I have some common sense. Maybe that we'd have a like an eight person debate. We'd have a secretary of common sense who would be empowered to say, uh, look, I understand that, uh, you know, maybe the, this particular Starbucks was mean to this, uh, black guy, but, uh, if he's a crazy junkie, you've got to let people. You've got to let businesses eject people who are actually dangerous. Don't we all agree with that? Okay, so that, let's not enact some sort of insane sweeping policy here. Let's judge these things on a case-by-case basis and let the Starbucks have a damn bathroom. There you go. I'm the Secretary of Common Sense. I have spoken. The Secretary oh, so, of Common Sense. Speaking of which, uh, what, what, what clip was that of uh, that I asked for, Nikki Haley? I think it's 50 or 51, he said. Um, speaking of Common Sense, I absolutely love this. Now, Before I launch into the screed, I want you to keep in mind I was a big backer of Scott Walker, so you should probably mock me for my opinion about potential candidates. You were a talker
1: for Walker when he ran for president, and uh, he did not make it very far. I schmoozed
2: for Cruz. I, uh, what was was the, I smoked a dubio for Rubio. (laughs)
1: Yes. And I think you had a stand for Rand. That's right.
2: I would say I stood with, with, I standed with Rand for quite some time. So take this with a grain of salt, but. If Donald J. Trump had lost...
1: Man, I was a hump for Trump
2: yeah, early you, on. You humped for Trump actively. Um, So uh, if if Donald J. had lost to the uh, awful Hillary Clinton, <laughs> Nikki Haley would be the next president of the United States. She huh. would be elected in a landslide in 2020. That is my belief. I heard her uh, this morning. She was doing an interview, and she was talking about the, the looting and such. Go ahead and hit that, Sean.
0: This is a time of law and order. This is a time when you see anyone try and shoot a police officer, you treat it like
2: a terrorist shooting a military officer. You arrest them, you charge them, and you hold them
0: accountable. If you see looting and, and, and damaging of businesses, you treat it like a burglar. You arrest them, you put them in jail, and you show them as an example to the rest of the community.
2: Okay, so I heard that and I thought, wow, that's absolutely fantastic common sense why are looters not treated as burglars there is nobody in america who thinks well we got a lot to get burgl- let burglary go actually some people in some like the bay area and and seattle and portland actually do think that people only steal because they're economically disadvantaged by the patriarchy people are idiots but anyway um <laughs> every single looter is a burglar is a, 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 a breaker and enterer. Sure. Every single one. So if if I am shouting, I don't know, what are, what are, what are my causes? Uh, uh, lower taxes now. Lower taxes now. I kick in your door. Lower taxes now. Look around. Wow, that's a MacBook. Yeah, grab that. Lower taxes now. And I run home. I'm not a burglar. I'm a protester.
1: I know. There Uh, was
2: some looting. I want to get one of these new Apple
1: Watches they announced yesterday. Next time there's a protest, I think I'm going to grab one from a store.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Faster Postal Service. Faster Postal Service. You got an armful of Apple Watches new in their boxes. Faster Postal Service. That makes it okay. How the hell is that? Come on. Nah. Come on. (laughs) Yeah, Apple did Oh, I got one more thing on a Postal Service. Since when do they wear like baggy t shirts and cargo shorts? You what? used to wear a snappy uni if you're the, the 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 postman. Always rings twice, right? Where's the uniform, my guy? And he seems like a good enough guy, but he had like uh, it's funny Judy's out of town, and I get to wear the t shirts. She says, "When are you going to get rid of that?" Huh. Now I can wear them with impunity. But he was wearing like one of those t shirts and some cargo shorts. Put on a uniform. <laughs> can't believe the Postmaster General doesn't bust him down to Postmaster Private. Have more respect for the U.S. Mail. Yes. Huh? Throw on the weird grayish-blue uni.
1: Um. Uh, Apple did unveil a bunch of new products. I suppose we'll mention that at some point. Joe calls that free advertising, so I uh, understand that. Um, where are they on the whole stimulus package? I want to check on in on that briefly.
2: Um, uh, yeah, that's a great issue. And again, one that most people, because they're in their little news bubbles, will not hear about. Absolutely.
0: As China now tries to rewrite history and claim it was transparent all along, a final nail in the coffin of their lie. Just two weeks ago, the head of emergency at Wuhan Central Hospital, Dr. Ai Fen, also went public, saying authorities had stopped her and her colleagues from warning the world. She has now disappeared, whereabouts unknown. Donald Trump don't trust China!
1: That's a troubling development. Yeah, I'd say. wonder if the story will ever really be written on how that whole thing started, if China will be able to keep it secret for decades to come.
2: I don't know. Tucker Carlson did a really troubling report reminding me of the extent to which, because Donald Trump is hard on China and the mainstream media must always be anti-Trump, they've been incredibly like fawning and generous over the communist Chinese. It is it is the clearest manifestation of Trump derangement syndrome on the planet, I think. I mean, you can hate the guy if you want, or vote against him, or campaign against him, or donate money to old man Biden if you want. That's your right. But the idea that everything he's against, I've got to be for. I mean, you lost your minds. Yikes. Um, uh, you should be a member of the PSC.
1: That's the Problem Solvers Caucus that emerged this week. I should, or Secretary of Common Sense. That's a group of 50 House members, 25 R's, 25 D's, who are trying to get the whole uh, stimulus package talks going again since they broke down completely last week. The Republicans put forward a COVID relief package. It was blocked by Democrats and Rand Paul, who's against spending more money all the time. Uh, The only person in America who seems to care about that. Um, The
2: last one standing.
1: And negotiations came to a complete halt, and now the PSC, the Problem Solvers Caucus, is trying to get something restarted. And they came up with a...
2: How can you run on the issue if you solve the issue? They came Come up on. with something
1: that's between $1.3 and $2 trillion, which we now throw around those numbers like they're just reasonable. Sure. I mean, why not? Let's the, spend a trillion. The first trillion-dollar package <laughs> was, how this has never been done before. How right. is, is this actually going to happen? Now we do it regularly and just... Eh. It's amazing how quickly you get used to things. Um, uh, They threw it out there. Nancy said, that's a Republican bill. We're not voting for a skinny bill. But she has committed to staying in D.C. until the problem is solved. Although there are some people that speculate that's not going to happen. It it certainly has the looks to me of a... um, claiming the other side is stopping all that is good and decent from happening, clear up till Election Day, which often happens with big issues.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Both sides do it. Yeah, the whole we're going to stay in town till we settle this is phony because Congress is scheduled to be in D.C. for weeks right now. So... <laughs> It it will have the appearance of, she said they'd be in town, and look, they're in town. The only reason I
1: would ever like to be a congressman is I I would actually like to watch the process work. actually like to be in on the conversations and watch it work and see how it is. I bet it's really interesting. Then
2: after a term or two, tell all. I'd like to preach from the highest mountain what's wrong with the government. I'm
1: surprised that doesn't happen more often. I guess you get there and you think, I want to stick around? And you yeah. just you just keep your mouth shut and yeah. do what you got to do to get on the right committees and
2: and or and you know I got a couple of people I can ask this question to. I have a feeling that they have a feeling that the people who stay and are scrapping and trying to get something done, it's just as good as it gets. Um, they don't want to undermine the people who are trying, but man, I th- I would love to see more whistleblowers like that. I think all the American people should understand how the sausage is made. Like the, you know, the old saying goes.
1: God, I was listening to an interesting podcast the other day. uh, A guy, I don't remember his name, who was in the George H.W. Bush White House. And they were talking about the Woodward book. And he was talking about the Woodward books over the years and how they uh, have been hard on everybody. And they're they're usually correct. And it's just amazing how Bob Woodward gets all these people to talk to him. Mm -hmm. He has become such a big deal that everybody just wants to be in his book. Yeah. And and everybody knows that he's going to talk to everybody else so you might as well have your side of the story in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you keeping your mouth shut is not going to do you any good cuz he's going to talk to everybody else was that was in that meeting. So you better have your version out there, or, yeah. or there's not going to be nobody representing your version. That's a good point, because you know
2: he has access. And He'll get be, everybody else. And nobody,
1: and nobody will replace Bob Woodward, he said. There's just nobody else like that. He's been doing it for 50 years. Yeah. When he's gone, there'll be nobody. anybody else will call him and they'll say, no, I'm not going to talk to you.
2: <laughs> you don't think uh, Jim uh, Acosta from CNN, you don't think he has the respect? Of?
1: But but anyway, this guy that had worked in the White House, he said, people don't understand the, uh, the extent to which in a White House, you're just in constant crisis mode. Every single day from when you get up, you're, you're putting out fires all day long, every day, the whole time you're there, you eventually burn out and leave. Wow. And somebody else comes and does it. That's just the way all White Houses work mm-hmm. all the time. And I, I can see how that's probably true. Oh, yeah. You yeah. see what's in the Washington Post, what they're talking about on Fox, whatever, and you react to it all day long and you try to, you know, to, to put out these fires and the next day you get up and do it again.
2: Sweat presidents age like dogs.
1: Doesn't that sound tiring? Yes. In addition to the real crises, obviously, that you're dealing with, pandemics and wars and that.
2: Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, the the fake reverses of the day. Sometimes you have to address those, yeah.
1: All day, every day. Really sounds like a good time. (sighs) Who'd take the job?
0: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The Armstrong
1: and Getty Show. Apple also announced that they're going to start offering their own fitness classes. People were like, yeah, yeah, great. Can I still order Domino's with my watch? (laughs) I'm I'm into fitness. Fitness taco into my mouth. Oh, Um, yeah. uh, Apple, with one of their unveilings yesterday, obviously is virtual instead of having a, a big room full of people. Uh, some new uh, watches, a uh, new... Uh, but no new phone. That's the big thing. That's been pushed off until October. Um, but they got the new...
2: October? That's uh, days away!
1: But if you're <laughs> but if you an Apple person like uh, I am, the, uh,
2: the October. Apple... October. I've managed to push off things I should do for years. You call that pushing it off, please?
1: The Apple iOS 14, the update to its current mobile operating system, is available for free as of today. So... Suppose download that and watch none of your apps work anymore enjoy (laughs) i do want to get an apple watch at some point they've also got a new plan that they unveiled i haven't read the details on that um the service
2: plan so i got a letter the other day that i'm part of the class action suit against apple for when they intentionally screwed your phone so you buy a new one Uh (laughs) uh-huh enjoy your two dollars and 87 cents i never pay any attention to get paid sean that's the important part i never pay any attention to those should i Oh, uh, I've gotten a few bucks here and there for some, but a few.
1: I mean, you literally mean a few, right? 50, 75 bucks. Really? Yeah, fifty bucks. That's yeah, more than Although, I would have guessed. You got to fill out a form. Ugh. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> yeah,
2: I know. I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I feel. I just so Apple's got a new subscription plan thing out. Um, and uh, I want to look that over because we do got the iPhones, we got uh, and the music, and I don't know, but and i I've, news. And the
2: cloud, it's all going to be... Uh,
1: I have cloud, buttoned. I don't have the news. Um, I need to get my subscription th- th- somehow under hand, though. I mean, they're out of control.
2: Yeah, there ought to be like a Marie Kondo for subscriptions. A guru who who like guides people through the, all right, listen, well, here's what you do. Saturday morning, you're going to sit down and you're going to list every single subscription you have. Make it a project. And then, with your spouse or significant other, decide which ones you really need. Because we all have these sprawling subscriptions. Yeah. I will occasionally like be reminded, oh, yeah, that's right, I have a subscription to that. And they're getting, you know, it's an inconsequential amount of money. But every single month, year after year. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I think I pay $3 a month for Pandora.
1: I don't think I've listened to Pandora in, in two years. Certainly not. Or I may have canceled it. I don't remember.
2: you listen um, to anything but this show, you're a fool.
1: Um. Uh, I added one the other day. I signed up for the YouTube subscription. To go ad free. You also can listen to YouTube with your phone off. You don't have to have it on, so it doesn't use as much data. You're not getting the video, you're just getting the audio.
2: That's pretty
1: appealing. It is very appealing. Yeah, 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 it's very appealing. I use it constantly for. Either because um, you can go to any news event anywhere in the world on YouTube, it's it's streaming somewhere. Yeah, and um, and then also lectures and you know just all kinds of stuff that I just want the audio, I don't want the video. Mm. But anyway, it's another subscription. I'm paying eleven ninety nine a month or something. And I thought if I sign up for this one, something else has got to go. I exactly. can't add another one. But I've been going through. It. What can I? I can't get rid of the Disney or the Netflix. And that that ain't going to work for the kids and and, and 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 well for the adults either. Um, it just, I don't know, but you, you keep adding them up and you, if you do the math and take it times 12, it's a lot of freaking money. Yeah. It's how they get you. It is how they get you.
2: Yeah. We were talking earlier about the, um, uh, the social dilemma, the new, um, uh, documentary and how big tech is definitely unquestionably the scariest thing in the world today. We all love it. But it is big and powerful and evil and does not give a damn about your soul or your kids' souls. Anyway, uh, I recommend very highly you watch that. It's on Netflix, which a lot of you canceled because of the uh, child porn movie.
1: (laughs) Um, There's a place in New York where they're thinking of raising the legal smoking age to 25, which I find interesting, as we continue to... (laughs)
2: San Francisco wants to let 16-year-olds right. vote.
1: As we continue to figure out w- w- when you're old enough to make decisions or not old enough to make decisions, on the end of like drinking and smoking and buying guns it's going up, on voting and participating
2: in sex it's going down. Durr. Um hey speaking of making decisions, uh, a note from our our friends at CarShield, uh, are do you have a car? Of course you do. Do you have a car that's like Two, three years old and about to go out of warranty. Yeah. Well, you need to know about CarShield. They offer a wide range of protection plans that can save you thousands for covered repairs. So the check engine light goes on. You're thinking, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Now that you have CarShield, you won't be worried about it anymore.
1: Yeah, we were on a conference call yesterday with the, the CarShield people, and this is such a great idea. And, and really, the sweet spot is that. You got a car, and it's going to go out of warning. Now what do I do? Now do I just got to worry, you know, that the transmission goes out or whatever the problem is? Um, you don't have to worry about it anymore with CarShield, and you can absolutely afford it. Uh, get coverage today and see why CarShield cars go farther. Call 800-CAR-6000 mention the code armstrong or visit carshield.com but you got to use the code armstrong to save 10%.
2: No long-term contracts or commitments. You don't like it, you drop it. Yeah, that's awesome. Car 6000, 800, car 6000, mention armstrong or just go to carshield.com. That's carshield.com, mention armstrong.
1: But on the whole raising the smoking age to 25, you know, it's it's one tiny area of the country, but I really feel like we get, we got to nail this down when people are adults. We got to we got to figure this out, yeah, because it has changed.
2: We haven't changed biologically, but certainly culturally, we've changed. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's it's well known that you know the uh, the part of your frontal lobe that uh, makes you make better decisions isn't fully developed in males till mid twenties, little earlier in women. Uh, of course, uh, with women, the part of their brain that makes them go eh, 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 develops very early. <laughs> wow! Um, wow! Just want to say, can we please keep the chatter to a minimum? Uh, well, oh. uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, I mean, the, the the having sixteen and seventeen year olds vote is just a naked attempt to have children vote because you can manipulate them emotionally and get them to vote Democrat. I mean, that's just beyond dispute. But the other stuff, yeah, it's legit. I mean, back in the day, if you're a 21 year old, 22, 23 year old guy, you're probably married and working full time and got a kid on the way. So maybe your your brain is still a little nutty, but your circumstances require you to act like an adult in most cases. So, right? Yeah, having that young man, young woman vote, yeah, yeah, sure. They got a family, they got a job. Why wouldn't they? But and we're
1: not a hundred years old, and and uh... oh no, no, <laughs> indeed, we're not that old. But when I was 23. I didn't know anybody who lived with their parents would have been a real outlier in like, a like what is going on with her or him? Oh yeah. Yeah. And now it's as common as common can be.
2: Yeah. So yeah, big cultural changes, but no, unless we make significant changes in general about when you're an adult, that smoking thing. No, if you don't have the freedom to make bad decisions, you don't have freedom. And I don't think you should smoke. If you smoke, I think you ought to quit. But
1: why is it 21 instead of 18
2: then? I think it is a concession. Nobody will admit this. Certainly Nancy Pelosi wouldn't admit it, but it's conceding that, yeah, 18 is an adult is, is kind of iffy. These yeah,
1: days. where I'm going is raise everything to 21, including voting. Drinking and smoking, and a number of other things, are going at 21 to twenty-one or twenty-five
2: military enlistment age. Yes, as probably. Well? Let uh, uh, let me t- teach you something about negotiating. Let's say thirty-two. Raise voting the voting age to thirty-two. Well, that's outrageous. I'd settle for twenty-one, but not thirty-two. You went too fast. All right, twenty-seven. <laughs> Maybe we can end up at twenty-five. Yeah, it's and and you know anybody with a life a little life experience understand this uh, understands this. There's a reason young men are soldiers. Because they are, uh, they are, are well. Number one, they're fit, they're energetic, they can go all day, and they don't have the sense of caution that a full-grown man does. Absolutely so they make not. better soldiers. You, you, you uh, yeah. And so, if you're going to have an army, uh, the armed forces, and this is true of every country on earth, it's going to be young men and women. Um, does everywhere in the world consider 18 to be an adult? Is that just a world standard? I don't know I don't know that.
1: I mean, and how did we decide that? I, I don't know if I've ever really looked into the history. When did we decide 18 was an adult, and, uh, and, and why are we sticking with it? Or do we have to stick with it?
2: Well, the uh, voting age was moved down to 18 in. By Nixon. Yeah, was it 68? Early 70s, I thought. But Trying to get, get those be... young Republicans out to the polls. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, well. The argument was being made: uh, you are sending me to Vietnam, but oh, you are yeah, telling yeah, me yeah. I can't vote. No, no, no. That's a perfectly yeah. good argument. Yes. Well, they were, yeah,
1: they were forcing people to go fight in a war. Yeah. That was getting uh, less and less uh, believable as uh, doing us any good. As an H-H team, but you couldn't vote. I mean, that doesn't square at all. Right. Yep. And that's, but we did away with the draft, so that
2: argument doesn't work anymore. That's the. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. But that's the problem. There there isn't one, you know, age that you can look to. And say that's wouldn't adulthood. most people
1: agree it's over but higher than 18 though?
2: Yes. I think they would.
1: Other than asking eighteen year olds. Uh, like my the, kids don't understand why they can't drive now. How does they're ten the,
2: and eight. You know, how does this piece of technology work is the only thing that I would ask an eighteen year old.
1: <laughs> I can't get the printer to work. I can't how do I print off my phone? That doesn't seem possible. It's not hooked to
2: anything. See the little box with an arrow? Touch that. (laughs) All right.
1: I think that's a a really interesting conversation, and and it would change all kinds of things. Uh, You know, I'd have to noodle it through. I don't know in what ways, good or bad. You know, I don't know what it would do to tax revenue or, you know, marriage. I don't think it'd have any effect on marriage statistics. Um, uh, But all kinds of different things. Crime. You know, you're not uh, responsible for various crimes you commit up until you're 21. That'd be a very big deal. A yes. lot of really violent, awful crimes get committed by 19-year-olds. You're going to treat them like kids? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But right. How yeah. we settled on 18, I don't quite get, or why we stick with it.
2: Yeah. Well, we could, you know, make it 18, keep it 18, and then demand that anybody who's 18 or older act like a damned adult. Mm.
1: Carnival is going to start selling off their uh, cruise ships if you want to get one. Oh, but I quick. so
2: want a cruise ship.
1: I need a bathroom. That'd be a great way. You know where I would go? On the poop deck. But <laughs> they uh, uh, the cruise corporation has taken it in the shorts. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean just no nobody's gotten killed in hardly the trunks, Jack. <laughs> nobody's gotten killed hardly more than the the freaking cruise world. I've never been on a cruise in my life. It looks awful. But I know a lot <laughs> I know a lot of you people like it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Man, we still there's still a river cruise company that has our money. Oh, that's right. That we're yeah. going to take in the summer, and they they've postponed it till next summer. But I'm starting to think it, it may be years down the line before people are going to cluster together in a a boat and breathe moistly on each other's faces. Great Scott! Sounds
1: awful. It could be a while. Uh, they're going to sell 18 of their cruise ships, 12 percent of their fleet. Because they re- they believe it's the business has contracted that much.
3: Hmm? It doesn't, wouldn't surprise Well, they are also hemorrhaging money, and they need cash on hand to pay things. And that's they can't sell tickets, so I guess they got
2: to sell their boats. You know, I, uh, I'm a saver. I've always been a saver. Uh, and I, I have a little money in the bank. But I have a feeling that if I were to buy one of those cruise ships... Just like sailing it out of port, the fuel for that would wipe out my entire life savings. <laughs> I would get to the end of the pier and realize, wait a minute, I'm broke. What, what, what's the operating cost? Where is that the right term? The, God, the sailing know. cost. A million dollars things. a minute. I don't know. But yeah, I know. That's, that's why private jets are so incredibly expensive. It's the operating costs. Anyway. So I guess my dream of owning a cruise ship will go unfulfilled.
1: Comes to an end quickly. Yeah. Um, Trump was on ABC last night and did a live town hall. When is Joe Biden ever going to do anything like that? He uh, he has not responded to ABC's requests to do the similar sort of thing. And Trump got, you know, it's not that exciting because Trump got asked the same questions he gets asked every single day. He puts himself out there for those questions every day. Right. On all these topics, when is Biden ever going to do that? Well, never, I suppose, as long as he's ahead in the polls.
2: Have you sensed any pressure growing? No, you heck You taking no. a lot of media? Absolutely
1: not. Wow. I'd say the exact opposite. It's it's on nobody's radar. Wow.
3: And certainly not the media's radar. Wow. In 2018, Royal Caribbean, uh, the annual it was about a million dollars per day to operate a cruise ship.
2: Well, it's that's fully staffed though. Right, 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 right. You know, you you're you're running a skeleton crew. You are
1: just picturing you and a couple of your friends walking around <laughs> that giant ship?
2: I'd, I'd probably hire a
1: captain. Yeah, you don't need 50 pounds of lobster for lunch if there's just the two of you.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. I'd maybe have a, we do. Probably. A, <laughs> or maybe we do. <laughs> a captain, a chef,
1: and a maid. Yeah. Um, uh, We may have... Hiring a ventriloquist to entertain everybody? (laughs) (laughs) We may have crossed a line policy-wise in America for uh, people with children versus people without children. It's been one way for all of human history. We may finally be going another direction. All right. Among other things, we can talk about coming up.
0: Armstrong and Getty. At edu slash impact report. (laughs) The Armstrong and Getty
2: Show. 36 for Murray.
1: Jokic on the steal. Ahead to Grant. And the Nuggets pouring it on. Timeout L.A. So the Nuggets beat the Clippers. It is over for the Clippers, who are up 3-1 in the series and expected to be, uh, you know, Challenging for the title. Well, anyway, there you go,
2: the Cubs
1: of basketball. Um, uh, so it goes. And uh, who's the guy for the Nuggets that some people are saying is the best player in the world right now? Jokic. He's Jokic. A, he's
3: amazing. He's, Sounds like a foreigner. He, uh, yeah, Nikola oh, I believe it's Nikolai Jokic, uh, and he is a he is a. He's an inspiration to all who do not have six-pack abs. <laughs>
0: Fantastic. He, he's, got a, he's got a little bit of
3: baby fat on him. I like that. And this is the huh? skinny version of him, too. He was a little thicker during the regular uh, season. A doughy white guy is oh. dominating play? Yeah, yeah. Se- second-round pick, and he's on the short list. of. He's just an amazing basketball talent. Awesome. I'll have to huh? check him out. He's like an unathletic LeBron. He, it looks like he's playing in slow motion,
2: but they still can't stop him. I almost wish uh, the NBA wasn't dead to me, but it's mm. dead to me. So I think Too much support is... for Marxists. So I've taken in a number of uh, I've
1: read some stuff and listened to some podcasts about the coming change in policies across America that are likely to occur if we continue to be a uh, headed toward a childless society. Oh, yeah. Um, throughout history in, in all countries, you've set up society and your governments to deal primarily with families. Uh, And people who have kids, but that's because that's what most people did. Um, That's, you know, decreasingly so. And so as we uh, end up with more and more people who don't have children and we start having policies that are to benefit people without children as opposed to people with children, uh, women will even have fewer children, I would guess. (laughs) And it'll make it even harder to have kids. But um, interesting. It's starting in the private sector, certainly. Uh parents got more time off than the backlash started when the coronavirus closed schools and childcare centers and turned American parenthood into a multitasking nightmare that's true many tech companies rushed to help their employees um to extend workers new benefits extra time off for parents to help them care for their children etc it wasn't long before employees without children started to ask what about us at a recent company-wide meeting at Facebook, the employees repeatedly argued that work policies created in response to COVID-19 have primarily benefited parents. At Twitter, a fight erupted on an internal message board after a worker who didn't have children at home accused another employee who was taking a leave to care for a child of not pulling his weight. When Salesforce, uh, the biggest company in San Francisco, announced that it was offering parents six weeks of paid time off, most employees applauded, but one Salesforce manager, who is not permitted to talk publicly, uh, therefore asked not to be identified, said two childless employees, reflecting a statement, uh, a sentiment voiced at several companies, complained that the policy seemed to put parents' needs ahead of theirs. I remember working at a radio station years ago where it was uh, it was very open and plain that they had w- way higher expectations of the, the childless to be involved in various events than people with kids. Mm. And a lot of the people without kids would complain. You know, at the bar afterwards, and I always thought,
2: we got nothing else to do. <laughs> where, would we have to be? How about you try not complaining so much? Yeah, everybody's got a grievance. Um, but that's my grievance, oddly enough. But you wouldn't <laughs> too have, you, many grievances. You
1: wouldn't have had this very many years ago, where where everybody just said, oh, "Well, okay, you know, that's just the way it is." You know, they got these these. They handle it this way. If you got a parent, if you got kids, they I, you know, it's just the way it is.
2: But uh, well, yeah. What, what percentage of people working at a uh, reasonably successful company, uh, age 30, 40, wouldn't have kids? It'd be a tiny percentage. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, uh, as that so happens. So screw them.
2: That's your, that's your stance? Oh, yeah. Small percentage? Absolutely. If we can overpower them physically, we win. <laughs>
1: The uh, the the policy ramifications, though, you know, tax benefits, uh, you know, why am I paying for schools? I don't have kids, that sort of stuff right. that will grow over time as you have a, 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 more, a more
2: childless society is going to be huge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, property taxes and school policies and that sort of thing. Well,
1: there would just be a tipping point, though. I mean, where clearly you just got the mass on your side.
2: Yes, yeah. I'm thinking about schools now and the fact that they've been become a far left indoctrination factory uh, to the disgust of many. I could see public schools in general just really being diminished as a as a player in society in the next twenty years. Be interesting to watch.
0: Armstrong and Getty.